Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055thekeen.com and the Show at Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter, at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. Man show going back to the SIAC, going over to Jackson, Tennessee. The next Exodus Jackson on our 40, as it says, it's Coach Byron Brown with me on the Boss Man show, the Lancaster Dragons. Coach, how are things going over there in Jackson today, man? Man, everything's going wonderful, man. Boss Man, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come on the platform and speak about our program and talk about Black College and uh, how we're working hard here in Jackson, Tennessee to uh, get the Dragons ready for, for, for this season. The coaches he had into the third year as the head coach, man. So tell me about how's that been how's that been for you, man, watching this program growing under your tutelage and seeing the seeing your vision kind of come to fruition right now. Well, uh, first I want to thank uh, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, for giving me this opportunity to coach this great profession. Uh everyone doesn't get something that they love to do and a passion to do. Uh for me, uh this not work. You know, this is something that I love to do, uh, getting up at 4.45 every morning, uh, coming in, working with young men, just giving them the opportunity, teaching them and mentoring them 
uh, the way I was brought up. So um, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Uh, A.D. Burrs and President Hampton uh, gave me this opportunity. I was hired here in 2018 as the offensive coordinator. And uh, after the 19th season, uh, A.D. Burr said he was going to step down. And of course, uh, he he seen my passion, my drive, and uh, you know I, I applied for the job like everybody else did, and uh, they seemed fit to uh, keep air, keep the nucleus together at the time. You know, uh, you know I was hands on with recruiting a lot of the kids that just graduated, like I am now with uh, majority of the kids that are on the team right now. But uh, in 2020, you know, it, it was that hard year of COVID. We didn't play. You know, so uh, we lost a lot of freshmen that we had signed, uh, especially defensive-wise, D-line-wise, um, that would have still been playing right now had they, they did not quit because of COVID. You know, we didn't play, so it was kind of hard to uh, keep everyone together that was new, you know. Uh, but the guys that stuck with it, uh, most of them have graduated um, with their class that played last year. And we had 12 graduate last year also. Uh, so it, it, it's been a, a uphill battle, but uh, we're making some progress. Uh, we're building uh, relationships in the community, um, networking in different parts of uh, I-20, below I-20, where a lot of our football players are coming from. Um, I'm a Louisiana guy myself, and a lot of my ties are, off our twin, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, and we're getting those caliber players that they play football, you know. And once you get kids from winning programs and winning backgrounds that know how to work, that don't mind working, and know what it takes to be a champion and just to win, period, it, it makes coaching a whole lot easier for you. You know, uh, it helps with football IQ. It helps with effort. Uh it helped with having high energy every day. Uh, and the other part of that is going to class, you know. Uh, we stress that, you know, that's why we get them up early uh, every morning. We do something with them in the morning time, whether it's meetings or working out, the way to make sure they get up and start their day and they're not laying in the bed. That way they can go to class, you know. So uh, it's God's been good these last couple of years, and uh, we're ready to see what he has in store for us this year. And, and Coach, I do feel like that Jackson, similar to where you went to school at Grambling, because it's a small town, but college town as well. Like, you got Rustin right down the road, Louisiana Tech, but you got Lambeth there, different things like that right there in Jackson. So it's that kind of college town feel. And it's not too much to get into. You focus on your craft and becoming a good student on and off the field, kind of getting that molding that you want to, to be as a young man once you get out of school and go on, go on with your life after football. Right. Uh, you know, most truly uh, being at Grambling, uh, being at Eddie Robson last recruiting class and uh, playing for Doug Williams, one of the four captains of the team, we won those first two back-to-back -back championships. Grambling is an isolated area. You know, it's not a lot to do. You know, uh, you're going to get your education. You're going to get up early. You're going to go to practice. You're going to go to class. You're going to uh, come back to meetings. You know, you can really work on your, your craft because you don't have a lot of distractions. You know, uh, like being in the biggest cities. Uh, Louisiana Tech is right down the road with Lincoln Parish. That's what Jackson, Tennessee reminds me of, is being in Western Louisiana. So it's a great, it's a great feel, a great flavor. Uh, 
the kids come to work. Uh, they want to do better, you know, and that, that's what we've been working on with. And Jackson is growing. When I know when I come through there to go to Memphis Grizzly games, I come on Nashville. The interstate of forty is being redone. You know, I'm seeing more things pop up in Jackson. Jackson is growing itself, and uh, and being across to Nashville and Memphis and getting out in Mississippi. I feel like you know it's a vibrant area for internships. You know, getting things set up that way is because I feel like like for me, coach, you know, my degree is not in communications, but it's, it's a business. So right. this business. It's helping my me be able to run the show for 15 years, you know, yeah. because I have a career in business, right? So young men need to realize that the education piece of it is very important, but the football piece, so all of us ain't gonna be playing football forever. So we all have we got yeah. a little it's part of life, life phase to go. That's what we're talking about phases of life there. So I think being a spot to me is a good spot. I'm hoping people listen to the interview and saying give Lane College a try and see what you all offered out there and really look into it seriously. Yeah, uh, being in Jackson, Tennessee is great. You know, uh, we're the only uh, NCAA football program uh, in the area. Uh, you have to go all the way to Memphis and Nashville uh, up to uh, Bethel to uh, basically see another college game. Even though, uh, you know, you got Middle Tennessee. We got all those schools around, but right in our area, uh, we're the only NCAA uh, college football team. So we get a lot of support from the community. Uh, guys come out and uh, do internships and uh, get jobs uh, once they get through playing ball and graduating. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Uh, going back to your community and being a positive influence and uh, helping send one more person back to school like somebody helped you go. Now, for you, Coach, let me ask you this, man. At what point decided you wanted to become a head coach or get, get in the coach? I know my father's a coach. You know, he be 85 years old. 27th, right? So that's his guy still hit him up and I take him to this crazy weddings, baby showers, things of that nature. So talk about that piece of it, uh, being a coach what, in the, and, and kind of your wife coaching. Well, it, it all started for me. Uh, I was 10 years old and uh, me and my daddy and my little brother used to be out in the front yard playing catch, you know, and uh my daddy used to be the all-time quarterback for all the kids in the neighborhood. And we had our own set of plays, A, B, C, and D. That was the plays. That was the routes to run. So uh, he's, he ended up being uh, the neighborhood football coach. My dad did it. And, you know, back then it wasn't no team mom and boost the club this and all this. I was the one that had to make the phone calls uh, to let the parents and the team my teammates know what time practice was and where we was going to have practice at. And if you need the ride, let us know. You know, so it wasn't no text messaging, emailing wasn't like what it is. I was the one with the team roster call. He said, hey, you want this team? You're going to have to do X, Y, Z. And that started my real responsibility, uh, training me to be a coach. You know, uh, he coached me and my brother all the way up to uh, seventh grade. Uh, basically. So uh, once he sent us off and turned us over to somebody else, everything they was trying to teach other kids, we already knew because we did this on a daily basis, you know. Uh, so I went on to high school, played ball uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, at Woodlawn High School. Uh, Robert Parrish, Terry Bradshaw, and Joe Ferguson went to school at. Uh, picked up a trade in the 10th grade of electronics. So uh, 
done that for three years. Uh, they tried to hire me, but uh, I ended up going to college at Grammar. Uh, was in the engineering department at Grammar. I have an engineering degree and a master's degree. But uh, when I got through playing football, uh, our D-line coach, who's back now in the game coaching uh, at the university, at Southern University with Coach Dooley, uh, he called my house one day and said, A.V., so my dad answered the phone. He, he was like, you want to coach? You want to come back and, and coach? You in grad school? And my dad was like, hold on. He gave me the phone. Uh, so he was calling for me, and I asked him, I said, uh, me being from Shreveport, 45 minutes down the road, it was count time like it is now. I say, uh, when you want me to be there? He said, practice start tomorrow. I hit that road tonight. <laughs> you know, made it to practice. Uh, me and Coach Williams, uh, Doug Williams, sat down and had, had a talk, and he let me know uh, his expectations. You know, uh, me and Coach Williams already pretty much had a good, a great relationship because I was one of the chapters of the team. So it wasn't like it's the first time we sat down and talked, you know. But uh, he was telling me uh, about separating, uh, being a young coach and being a, uh, still being an athlete, you know. And uh, so in 2002, I started and uh, was a defensive GA, uh, was an offensive GA, then part-time, then full-time, and then, so you know, coordinator, and uh, now uh, uh, head coach, you know. Uh, I've worked with uh, Coach Williams, uh, Mike Roach, uh, Melvin Spears, Chris Scott, Darry Ashbury, Reggie Barlow, um, just to name a few guys, you know, Heist Northern. Uh, those are the guys that I've worked close with that, that hired me on their staff or uh, was the part or uh, was a part of my early development. Uh, the great Sammy White, you know, and then I get here to uh, Lane College and uh, reconnect with uh, A.D. Burroughs, uh, who me and him worked together at Alabama State. So, you know, uh, it, it, it's all about networking, uh, doing your best job. You know, and, and being passionate about what you do. No doubt, and, you know. Some, some I know we, had, we had that similar thing. You know, my dad would have me out doing the routes right after school, throwing me the football. <laughs> so when I, so, so I, now unfortunately, I'm the only child. Unfortunately, I'm a, unfortunate. So, but my dad had me out there throwing the, throwing the routes tree. So that's what you say that with your, I mean, everybody had memories of my father having me out there doing the routes tree. Right <laughs> after school. So yeah, man, football is a great game, and how it helps us and molds us as men and brothers in this world. And tell us about the SIAC, uh, Coach Brown, uh, about how tough the league is. You have two divisions, you know. It's definitely a tough league. The competition's always, always every week. So it's, 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 it's a battle. So for the listeners who don't know about it, the way you and I, you and I do, tell them about how tough the SIAC is every Saturday, Coach. Well, it, it was new for me because majority of my career, uh, you know, I played in the SWAT, you know, and then uh, I coached in the SWAT, uh, being at uh, Grambling, two stints, Alabama State, and Texas Southern, uh, a brief stint at Alcorn and at, uh, at Preview. Uh, and then I coached in the CIAA at uh, Shaw University. I was the offensive coordinator there for uh, – Coach Asbury, we won the championship in 2008. So, you know, this conference was uh, was new to me. You know, I had to kind of learn the flow and the feel and the caliber, uh, caliber of player 
uh, that you're able to recruit, you know, and once you get to seeing, okay, uh, this school likes to do this, they like to do that, you know, based on who their head coach is, you know, I kind of figured it out, you know, uh, but we're still trying to put some pieces together here. Uh, we're building depth on our team, you know, and I think there's something in this conference that everybody goes through. Uh, we all kind of picking out the same pot, you know, so, uh, most of the time, who has the better relationship with the kids, that's who get them through family relationship or coaching relationship. You know how recruiting go. Uh, you know, fighting that injury boy in the middle of October. You know, uh, one team can be hot, and you have two or three players go down, and, you know, them backups come in. They they, they don't have that much experience. Or they're not on the – don't have the same amount of talent as the guy that was performing in. Then you start kind of see the shift, you know, uh, in the conference. But we play an outstanding brand of football in this conference, man. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, our defensive end, uh, Andrew Farmer, uh, who was defensive player of the year, played in his first NFL game this past week, had three tackles and one tackle. I mean, one of the tackles was a sack, three tackles and a sack. So, uh, you know, I felt like our team last year, we, we should have had at least four or five that got an opportunity. Uh, but that's why you have to keep working, keep grinding, uh, uh, and keep networking, you know, like you're doing now. Uh, we're doing that with the NFL scouts to make sure they come see the kids, you know. Uh, and you, you have a better feel once you come put your eye on instead of just looking at it on huddle, you know, or on video, or something you see on ESPN, you know. but. The talent level is, is is good. It's better than what a lot of people expect it to be, you know. Uh, and we got some outstanding coaches in this conference, you know. So uh, it, it, it it's great to be a part of this uh this conference. Now, Coach Brown, let me ask you this, man. You know, I know at D two you don't have the same new scholarship that you do at the FCS level, the FBS level. So how creative you have to get for us, Pell Grants, trying to find guys in Tennessee, post scholarships and things of that nature, try to, you know, get guys school paid for as well. Um, you know, unlike other schools in your college who, who can fund every scholarship, you know, <laughs> because they're private, not public. Right. Well, what we what we mainly try to do is, uh, I mean, we, we have to pack, like you just said, you know, uh, and at the end of at the end of the day, nobody wants to do it, have to go and take out thirty thousand dollars worth of student loans, you know. Uh, but based on their talent, you know, uh, and it's a business, you know, based on their talent, that's the amount of money they get, you know. Uh, we do look at the need factor uh, for some kids, but again, my number one job is uh, for us when we talk about this money is X, Y, Z out on their football field, you know. Uh, but we do have the package as far as Pell Grants, uh, Hope, uh, Tennessee Promise, you know, for the guys that are in state. Now, the guys that are from out of state, of course, they're going to need more money than the guy that's in state. That's just, you know, basic common sense, even though the uh, we don't have out-of-state fees. You know, everybody pays the same price, you know, to go to school here. Uh, so that, that's basically how we do it. Uh, no, we don't have a full allotment of scholarships here. Uh, that's something that uh, we've been working on. Uh, A.D. Burroughs and myself have been uh, 
you know, talking to the upper administration, hey, if we had X, Y, Z, then, you know, you can get a couple more players, you know, that, that can help you. So uh, that's just that's something that we have to deal with and we've been working around. And Coach, for the four young men listening to this interview and a parent listening to this interview, what are the pillars of your program and what do you look for in a young man to become a lane college dragon? Well, first of all, uh, they got to understand that uh, we're going to educate you, we're going to graduate you throughout the process. Uh, you're going to find a, a, a build a relationship with the law. You know, uh, we'll see them in church school. Uh, we're big on that. Uh, I appreciate this job because it lets me be able to talk about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and introduce the kids to him. Uh, last two Sundays, we have went to church services in the community, had two kids uh, gave their life to Christ two weeks ago. So that's what you're going to get when you come here. You know, uh, you're going to be coached by some of the best coaches uh, that ever played the game or ever coached the game. You know, we're going to be fundamentally sound. And every time you step on that field on Saturday, we're going to have an opportunity to win the game. You know, it's not going to be like we're going to step out on the field and we just don't have it. Uh, we've developed kids now where, like I tell them, we're we not sneaking up on nobody else no more. You know, that's not going to happen. You know, teams have started to prepare for us like any other opponent, you know. Uh, so that's kind of the spirit that I get the parents and the kids and uh, just show them what we have and be straight up and honest with what we don't have, you know, because kids right now are all visual. Uh, they they see all this stuff on Instagram and Twitter where I tell them what you see is what you get when you come to Lane College, you know. Uh, and, and the, if you're looking for bells and whistles, this ain't the school. You know, but if you want a great education and work hard with an opportunity to win a championship, it's the right school for you. Hey, amen to that. And I want to ask you about prep for, for Miles in camp right now. So it, I know we got the game September 2nd against Miles in Memphis. Uh, at what point do you transition from camp mode, working on yourselves, to preparing for that first game against Miles, getting the guys ready for that, and preparing for them uh, wholeheartedly for that game in Memphis in week one? Uh, the, the the focus will really start on Miles uh, next Monday. Uh, even though myself and my coaching staff, we've already uh, critiquing ourselves from last year against Miles. Um, just going back over the small things, you know, what happened in the ball game late in the game to make the game so close, you know, and really trying to clean that up uh, for the aspect of the kids, you know, they're still battling for a position. You know, it's not over with, you know, it's not over with to September 2nd. And uh, I want them to be focused and locked in on the process. Uh, but to answer your question, we'll start with Miles uh, on next week. 100%. Now, Coach, you know, on this show, we're foodies on this show. So when we roll through Jackson, what are some good food spots in Jackson we get we can get off to get off one of Mexico and get that you would suggest to us to come and check out when we come down there? Man, what uh you, you tell me what you like and I'll tell you where you can go. We like soul food, we like chicken wings, we like you know some <laughs> twenty ten pieces of fries, man. We like pizza, we like all that around here, coach. Okay, uh 
Well, I'm gonna give you something a little bit different. Got a little bit different twist on it. Uh, oh, once you get off uh, I-40 uh, over by Union uh, College, uh, it's a place named uh, Cowdy Blues, and they have a mixture of everything. You know, uh, if you're just looking for all out Mexican food, you know you can go to Taquitos. You know, uh, it's another spot that has a mixture of food named uh, Bourbon and Barley's. You know, uh, and of course you can know you got Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, you got TG Fridays. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a whole bunch of eating spots, man, and I can't just put my hand on one, but them first two, if you want to go there, I'm quite sure you'll you have a good time. No doubt. Like I said, I know you all play at Clark, so if I'm not busy that day, I'm going to come see you play at Clark. And of course, I also cover the Grizzlies as well, so and I have a house in Nashville still, so okay. Uncle Jackson is not far from me. So I, come, right. I shoot right through 40, and I'm just happy they've Construction's almost over. Yeah. I can get through a little bit quick. Yeah, yeah, it's almost over. They've been doing a great job with the infrastructure here since. Uh, I've been living here since 2018. So uh, I've seen the production, seen the growth. And uh, it's just time for the Dragons to win the championship. And, Coach, I hope that happens for you, Coach Brown. I appreciate your time, today, Coach. Put your number offline, so stay in contact with you, brother. And if you need me, anything, Coach, I'm here for you. This platform is yours anytime you want to have it. Just let, let me know. Shoot me the text, and, and, we're, and we're ready to go, man. All right, I appreciate your boss, man. Thank you. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.